0: Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff.
1: Welcome to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Amanda. I'm Shelby. I'm Tiffany. And today we are talking about 911 Lone Star. Season three, episode ten, and then a little bit later we'll talk about "This Is Us." What episode was that? Season six, episode eight, which I have a lot to say about, by the way. The first we're going to do nine one one. I saw right, some so- people
2: talking about "This Is Us" in the groups. <laughs> Ooh, it was a week. Yeah. I got it seems to go one way or the other either everybody <laughs> loved it or everybody hated the episode is what I've read so far.
1: <laughs> so, I purposely kept myself out of the chat. I have not checked it. I have not looked at it because I have my own mind made up. It makes the podcast a little bit more fun to not know what everybody else thinks. <laughs> so, but in 911 this week we have a lot of good one-liners, don't we? Yes.
2: This is yeah. a funny week. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really enjoyed seeing the same woman <laughs> from last week <laughs> that ran over her husband. Oh, my God. Ran over someone else.
3: <laughs> I was like... I was so confused for a minute. Like, I really thought that I was seeing things at first when she first showed up. I was like, there's no way this is the same person. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I was about to get mad because I thought that it was going to be like how the five weeks of like the part one, part two, like super freeze thing was. And I was like, don't tell me they're doing this with this woman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we just get we- weekly updates on this woman's life. <laughs> Imagine if we see her next week driving another car. Good Lord, take this woman's license away, please. If I was, her, if I was her, I would honestly just never drive again. Like that would be it. I'd be done. Yeah, I think after hitting my husband, I would probably be taking a break for a while. She just jumped right on back in. I, it was really funny her- when the team walked up to her. This one was not my fault. <laughs> oh, that poor girl. Sure sure it wasn't <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> anyone have a can opener <laughs> See how that was so funny <laughs> I, like, the helmet off. <laughs> I like that they're kind of trying that they're giving her more of a personality now because before yeah. she was more of a background character and I like that she's kind of um kind of showing herself a little bit more now
2: oh yeah, yeah they're bringing some of the other back like mateo he was more background They're bringing him more forward a lot i like that yeah. i hope we see a lot more nancy i want to get a backstory on her too
3: yeah
1: i do
2: too i would love to see more of her i know we well, see her like every
1: episode but i want more of a backstory and i want to get to know her yeah we don't know much about her
2: i mean mm-hmm. we only know her involved in the group with everybody else
1: you yeah. know other than that we don't really know that
3: much about her the one thing that I loved about the OG 911 is that they gave backstories on all the people. I mm-hmm. wish that they did that on Lone Star.
1: Yeah. I feel like we only got it for like, well, I mean, we've gotten it for some of them.
0: Like mm-hmm. we've just gotten doing it slowly.
1: For, yeah. Like they like, they trinkle them in. Like we just, I mean, we just now, maybe half a season ago, got Judd and Grace.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, I feel like they're doing them. They're just not doing them as fast as the original did. Mm
3: -mm. And I guess too, it's not really that, um, we have to remember we didn't watch the original as it was airing on TV. So it kind of was, I guess, slower because if you think about it, they did like one per season. So yeah, it would have been, it would have been slower if you were actually watching it, but we binge watched the whole thing in like a week. So
1: true. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) <laughs> it's so hard not to
3: it is I thought um, that Owen was a little grumpy this week he was
1: a little bit but he was funny he was he funny was. during the the, the uh, she goes it's guys and dolls I love guys and dolls
2: <laughs> I love Owen He's or, so funny. is
1: it Camelot <laughs> is Camelot playing <laughs> I like how he was just trying to guess up all the theater shows going on
2: and you know Grace other- reminds me of amanda because you know like she needed to find that and she found that pizza place in like a minute and i'm like hey it's amanda that's what she does for us that's what i was just gonna say <laughs> yep. that's me. exactly what i thought about when i was watching this
3: episode <laughs> But were you guys surprised, though, seriously, like, when they went to the pizza place and all those people were all, like, sick and stuff? Or did you think it was just going to be one extra
2: person? I didn't realize it was going to be the whole place. Like, I thought he was, like, poisoned or something at first, and then they said the carbon monoxide. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not good.
1: Yeah, I feel like once they said carbon monoxide, I was like, eh, they need to go check that restaurant. <laughs> yeah. There's not telling how many people are in there. But... I did just watch an episode of another show that everybody was like out from carbon monoxide in the entire building. So when I watched 911 this week, I was going, Well, it's probably all the building because that's what happened yesterday in my show. <laughs> so of course it had to be the whole building.
2: We got to see Paul a little bit on the mend this week, which
1: Yeah, that's what I was just about
2: to say. It's nice to see him healing, but I don't know. He has a bit of an attitude for me that I'm not liking. Like they eat that it
1: jolted his heart at the middle of that thing and he got like him make him going. <laughs> okay, you did. Know, I, gotta I was like, how are they letting him be a firefighter right now?
3: Can I just say? when um when it jolted his heart and he fell down, I laughed so hard, like how he was, how he was, okay, you guys know I have a messed up like sense of humor, but how he was treating Marjan the whole episode and stuff. Like, I was like, yeah, you deserve that. Get your heart back in <laughs> rhythm.
2: <laughs> really <laughs> that thing's not working as right, as you're spicy. not treating her the right way. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs>
1: honestly paul and marjan are both going at each other this week
3: but marjan supposedly made an effort and he wasn't returning any of her calls because you know a lot of them were coming at her for not making an effort and it was it was on him
1: it no and it totally was i mean he's the one who went way overboard last week when he came to getting the what they thought at the time pacemaker but it was really the defibrillator defibrillator i can't say it (laughs) that thing um but even if one he should not have gotten mad at marjan i think we all said this last week do i understand why he was mad yes he wasn't mad he was I mean, could you imagine how scary that would be? Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. I mean, scary coming out and seeing that. And usually your best friend, your partner, whatever your, whoever your closest person is in your life, that is kind of the person you beat up on and, you know, you can get mad at and you can scream at and you can take your frustrations out on, is that person closest in your life? And he was scared so I wasn't mad at him for doing that last week I understood why he did it it wasn't right but I understand so I don't know I was kind of I feel like
2: Marjan kind of gave up a little bit too easily
1: to be well, honest well, she did
2: say I know but she did say that she had been calling and texting him daily since it happened and he wasn't replying when to you know.
1: I don't know I'm trying I just trying don't to support Paul right now I know I just so don't like Marjan's
2: I just her girl. out with it like you know everybody else did everybody else try and call and text him every day like Marjan did was he mm-hmm. treating everybody else that way no, no just her he was Just treating her like that I just didn't like that but I mean I get yeah. I totally get where he's coming from because I-, I couldn't even imagine having to go through that It was yeah. funny that everybody kept making excuses for her, like, oh, she's doing this. She's doing I that. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> oops. <laughs> That's all a great excuses. friend
3: right there. That's a right? great friend right there. <laughs> and then judge, judge talk with them. And then at the end, when they finally start talking again, I forget what exactly judge said, but they're like, yeah, this isn't because of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he was trying so hard.
2: He was. Oh my goodness. But I, re- I really liked when Judd and Owen went to Paul's apartment <laughs> to talk to him. <laughs> he was saying that his reflexes are slow and he feels weak. So Owen grabs the remote and just chucks it in his head.
0: <laughs> what, he
2: what would have happened if I didn't catch the remote? I have faith in you. I have faith in you. <laughs> <laughs> and the department's got great soul. <laughs> but, I mean, mm-hmm.
1: Paul finally came around. He did. You it know, he admitted he was yes. in the wrong. And, you know, everybody's happy and that's all I care about. My people being back together. But, I mean, any of the other firefighting shows that we've watched <clears throat> I don't think that Paul would qualify to be a firefighter anymore right am i wrong about this like no he has he's, like a, uh, he has a defibrillator in his chest and yeah, he can be a firefighter
3: in real life um And mind you, I volunteered for the ambulance and stuff. So like I took these courses in real life. If you have any deficits like that, you can't be a firefighter. Like I was born with one kidney and I wanted to volunteer with the fire company and they wouldn't even let me do it because of me having one kidney. It's kind of like how the army is. Like, If you have anything at all wrong with you, you can't do it.
1: That's what I would think. Like really something like that to where like if there's too much like pressure something, which firefighting is a very, very high pressure job i would think that that thing would have to be shocking him and if it's shocking him he's down and then he can't help and then somebody has to go help him Mm -hmm. that's to me the whole point of why he couldn't be able to be a firefighter anymore is because he's a liability
2: i thought that was the whole point of him Mm -hmm. getting mad because he wouldn't be able to be a firefighter anymore i know and And then he took his test and he's a firefighter again that's i was confused i'm 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 still confused by it
3: yeah i didn't get that either because um they always say like one of the first things that you learn like in your emt courses and stuff like that is you need to make sure that the scene's safe because like if we have to help you then there's no point in us going and helping other people yeah and if he is getting shocked like that like yes he got back up after his firefighter test but when you're there's a lot of other elements when you're actually in a fire too if
2: yeah that right. if you're in the middle of an actual fire and that happens you're not gonna just down right back up no you're gonna down and you're gonna stay down you're gonna go down and then everybody else is gonna have to go
1: into a dangerous situation to save you so the
3: only thing the only thing that i could think of as to how he got leeway was maybe because he was already a fire like after the fact so they're giving him a little bit more leeway and just let him do the test to see if he could take it but i know going in from the jump there was there would have been no way he would have been able to do it
1: yeah i don't know i guess we'll see more and more of what kind of comes of it
2: i guess yeah i'm hoping Uh, that doesn't lead to problems for him in the future but I don't neither, imagine I just, it's not going to cause any problems if he couldn't even get through just the test. The test. I mean, that's that's honestly just what worries
1: me. And mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it's just a TV show and it's just a character, whatever. But if we're really thinking about it, he should not, as much as I love Paul and I love his character, yes. he should not be a firefighter anymore.
2: No, I mean, it's not just himself he's putting at risk now. It's his whole team. It's
1: everybody. I mean we kind of saw that at the 129 this week as well Mm -hmm. yeah another person of ours putting not ours another person putting people in danger yeah made me mad
3: (laughs) I was too um Captain Taylor when he when he was pretending to be Mateo's dad when he was at the bar that was kind of like that was kind of sweet because like he obviously thinks a lot of Mateo but he's really losing it like yeah really really losing it very quickly
1: and to me like how did nobody see that before Mateo I mean the people who are around him all the time like working right under him at his house like at the 129 did nobody notice that he was mistaking menus for fire paperwork like that's yeah that's like not like almost gone
2: that's oh like yeah that
1: on the point of being able to even live by yourself. How yeah. can you be running an entire fire station? I'm sorry I had a lot of issues with this episode this week I,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I understand yeah. there's no
2: way he would have been able to make it to that that point in that position. I mean he almost he, he, he
1: almost killed a few of her people. Mm-hmm.
3: And I can understand if they didn't notice a difference, like if he was mixing up papers, like if it was like something similar or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it was a whole food menu. Like, how (laughs) don't you see? And then the fact that he, he um, upgraded Mateo and then didn't even remember upgrading him.
2: I was like, are you serious? What are you doing grunt? (laughs) What? I'm just getting him coffee. Not you, him me i I was a lieutenant now what happened
3: oh poor mateo oh gosh mateo and the one thing that i don't get about that okay and amanda you you're watching chicago fire okay Mm -hmm. you have to take a lieutenant's exam yes and there's no way that that would have gotten done because what we learn on chicago fire and this is in real life too there's literally um there's like time periods that these are taken. It's not mm-hmm. just all willy nilly. You can't just go to the heads and be like, listen, like I want this person to take a lieutenant's exam. Like the courses and stuff are say spring and fall or winter and whatever. Yeah. And it's not just like, oh, I'm a lieutenant now. And you just walk in the next shift and you're a lieutenant. Yeah. That's not how it works.
1: That's why I didn't I, think I'm, it was I'm that easy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I had issues this week. And I usually don't have issues. Usually they're pretty, like, I mean, they're not always 100% accurate, don't get me wrong. but had some drama. <laughs> I mean, they're not usually this far off base. Mm-hmm. This, in, like, insanely, I mean, just crazy stuff kind of this week that I, didn't, I, I really didn't appreciate. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. And even um, the eulogy, too, when they lost Darby. Um, yo, who died?
1: <laughs> I looked three times at the TV screen.
3: I was like, "What did he just say?"
2: <laughs> I thought he was joking with him at first. He didn't say. <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, that's not funny." Oh wait, I don't think he's joking. Hold on, <laughs> he's not joking. <laughs> who died? How far?
1: How long has this man been losing his
2: memory? Yeah, and I mean, nobody's noticed as bad as he was it had to have been a while like, unless it just progressed really really fast but you would think anybody around him would notice that at least one person Anybody. I mean Mateo caught My all gosh. these instances nobody else he worked with could do that Mateo saw it within like 10 minutes of talking to him
3: mm-hmm. yeah and as far gone as he was too like there was no hiding it. it's not like he could have played it off
2: Mm-mm. Was so seemed, sweet this week
3: yeah but to me like i don't know that storyline kind of seemed out of left field to me
1: it did and i was like why why is mateo going back over here and then it was i don't know i i was not impressed with the entire episode i'm just gonna go ahead and say it now and i love this show i really do and i don't like bad talking any of our shows but this
3: week just, man, disappointed me. And see, my thing is too, with Mateo taking um him back to Owen's house mm-hmm. and Owen didn't even ask any questions. Like, I, I don't know, like as a captain, why are you here? Like, what's going on? Is everything okay? You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, getting drunk and having to sleep it off, that's one thing. But, like, obviously, if they couldn't even take him back to his own house. Exactly. That should be a major red flag, especially for someone with medical training. Or at least a little bit of medical training. Mm
1: -hmm. There, there, There should have been something. There were too many things missed. I'm really glad that Mateo saw it and took action when he did. In the nothing. Because I mean, I honestly did get a little scared for Mateo a couple of the times. Mm -hmm. Like, really, like, you know, towards the end of their conversation.
2: I know everybody was really upset with Mateo when he just instantly took the job offer, but, you know. Yeah. He had a reason for doing what he did. And it was, you know, it was good that he did because otherwise he could have lost the whole team, including himself. Absolutely.
3: And I'm glad that Owen took his word for what he was saying because Mm -hmm. the lieutenant, I mean, Captain Taylor was like, well, it's me. Like, you need to listen to me. I'm the one in charge. And Mateo was like, I'm telling you, don't do this. Yeah. And I'm glad that Owen could tell that he was being sincere and he took his word for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that could have been super bad.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I'm glad they got where they did when they did. I'm glad that he re- he recognized in himself the Captain Taylor he realized he was at least which oh my man maybe I shouldn't have done this podcast because I'm just going to keep bad talking this episode
3: <laughs> because even like the beginning of the the beginning of the whole entire show the reason that Owen came was because of an explosion or something like that and like it took yeah. out the whole crew right yeah that could have easily happened this episode yeah again
1: absolutely mm-hmm. I mean he was why are you fighting me send them up there but you just said and I love Mateo he sat there and he stood his ground and he's like no no and I love that and I love that Owen was able to trust Mateo enough yes to say to over override taylor and be like
2: yep no stand out yeah, yeah. You know? i like that he's earned everybody's trust and respect even when you know he left in the middle of the episode and went back went back to the other fire station he still yeah. got that trust and respect from owen which was nice yeah and owen's like, come on back i <laughs> you know it wasn't a second choice
1: for owen to take mateo back and i didn't think it would be either Oh, I'm I glad. wasn't I, I I was not even for one second was I worried that Mateo would end right back up at 126 like there was just I was 126 121 one,
3: 126
2: 126 you're right. right right okay
3: <laughs> but I am glad that at the end um Captain Taylor did tell him um like thank you and you know he kind of owned up to the fact that he was being difficult and he um, he was, his mentality was decreasing and everything and, yeah, you know, because Mateo was just trying to be loyal to him. I mean, that's what it boiled down to.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I, I'm grateful for that. I know we don't get that much of Captain Taylor and I guess, we'll, I guess we won't get any more of him. <laughs> but I liked that he was able to have a little bit of a character development that we love in most of our shows. We love Carrie. We love a villain turning into a good guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, who doesn't? And even though Captain Taylor didn't really become a good guy per se, we did get to see his good side,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, kind of come through when he was telling Matteo everything that he did tell him and that he thanked him and, He'll remember this and it was sweet i enjoyed i i did enjoy that part of it i will say that
2: <laughs>
1: i didn't enjoy well, that. i like taylor
2: he, he made improvement because you know when we first saw him when mateo had to go to the 129 he treated him like crap you know literally like the, a grunt yeah. and it, i did not appreciate the way he was treating mateo but after mateo you know earned everything from him and he did his work and built his rank up himself yep he turned around and he was actually respectful of mateo then which you know he he earned that he did
3: yeah he did so marjan everyone was really guilting her this week she had a rough week
1: yeah she did she really did have her work free.
3: But between Paul and she was upset about Mateo leaving and mm-hmm. she she had
2: a lot going on. And I hope next week Jeff, is better for her.
1: Judd just kept trying this week to cheer her up. Poor Jud. And you guys made me actually hear his accent now. Like I can hear it now and I'm like, "Oh. <laughs> Why are you- Why do you guys have to point out his accent? I've never heard his accent before. Until this week. Now I'm like, oh. I hear it. Thanks, guys.
2: It just sounds normal to you. You're in Texas. Yeah, like I don't. (laughs) I really. It's not an accent to you. It's just really
1: English. (laughs) I mean, I can usually hear a southern accent. Because I've worked on mine so much. But with measure with marjan i mean did you guys just love after that whole thing she realized what mateo was doing mm-hmm. she caught on yeah. to it and just was like okay like how can i be mad at you because she was she was holding a grudge <laughs> she was yeah she was she was
2: pretty rude to him
3: (laughs) but she went through a lot this week though she was fighting with Paul Paul's her best friend Mateo is one of her best friends too Mm. and he she felt like he was abandoning her and even like at one point in the episode I forget when it was she said I don't even know why I even tried to get this back together because everyone's falling apart I mean she was feeling abandoned
1: she was and I and I completely agree with her really on this I mean, she did. She was the one who worked so hard to get that firehouse rebuilt and put back together. And then, yeah, Mateo's leaving. And I mean, who else? Paul, Paul was kind of down and everybody's kind of backing out and she's like, what the hell? I mean, to be really honest, I do understand where she's coming from on this. Mm -hmm. And I broke my back for you to put this house together and then you guys just all abandoning me but yeah, I'm glad she's I'm, I'm really glad she was there for Paul she was there for Mateo she ended up being the Marjan that we all love I wish she I was. had her
3: as a friend
1: I know right I do too she'd be my best friend I need her as my best friend so I did not see the preview for next week who saw the preview for next week I, I did. did okay so you two did so yes. we get another crossover episode next week we that I'm do. hearing about? Yeah.
2: Athena is Athena. Coming. Okay. I'm really excited. I need to go watch the preview. Mm-hmm. Yes. It looks really good. And we get uh, Owen's new girlfriend. I cannot think for life of me what her name is. Taylor? Is it Taylor? Whose girlfriend? You broke Owens. up. Owen's. Oh, oh Owen's girlfriend. girlfriend. I don't know her name. Yeah,
3: I don't remember yeah. her name either. But
2: I won't even try. She works in the governor's office, and apparently there's like some sort of anthrax threat. They send a box, and it like Ooh. opens in her face, or an envelope, oh no. or something. It opens in her face. Yeah, it looks pretty scary. Like they've got her like in all this bubble wrap stuff and showering. Yeah, Ooh. it looks really crazy. And of course, we have to have Athena to come save the day. So you know, I'm really like excited, badass that she is. I'm
3: really excited to have nine one one back. I I absolutely love the OG 911.
1: I think everybody kind of loves the OG one better than Lone Star. I mean, I don't want to talk for everybody, but most people do. They love the OG. Uh, Tiffany, you don't? You like (laughs) 911 better? I like Lone Star Star? better. (laughs) Do you really? I do.
2: I've never known anybody who likes Lone Star better than they do the OG. I think it's because I watched it first and I fell in love with all the characters first. Probably. I see that
3: um the other thing for next week too that looks interesting is grace and carlos are examining a prank call which it'll be kind of cool to see them working together i think
1: mm-hmm. that would be cool yeah that's a I'm nice pairing well, all right well i guess that is it for lone star this week yes
2: it's kind of a cool. short one but short it changes clean. it changes to a new time next week don't forget everybody <gasps> Oh, it does? The time. To, yes, because they're moving it. So I believe 911 oh. OG comes on at eight, and then Lone Star will come on at nine right after it. Your
1: time. So yes, seven I, eight my time. Eastern. Yes. Seven eight central. Bye, Tiffany. Get out of here.
0: Loser. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Tiffany, it's so nice to see you. Now get out. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs>
2: You should go watch This Is Us Yes, and you can have Start fun watching with that. us
0: and join us for these conversations.
2: Yeah. My list isn't long enough, guys. Sure. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm getting there. Okay. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Starting us with This Is Us. Again, this week, we saw three different time periods like we did with the weeks before, but this episode, it was all about Kevin and I loved it. And I usually don't like Kevin, and I know I get hate for that.
0: I, I didn't really know do that about you.
1: I d- I don't I don't really like Kevin. I don't I don't even really find him attractive. Like there's just like this part of me that I just the only person I find attractive, in this is us, is Jack. Like Daddy Jack,
0: Daddy Jack, gross.
1: Daddy Jack. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Daddy Jack this week looked good <laughs> by the pool putting that out there but I really enjoyed this week with Kevin I really really did
3: um so it started off a family day at the pool with Kevin and he was disappointed that um he couldn't go on the diving board which I thought that Rebecca's like explanation as to why he couldn't with the no swim lessons was valid but I guess to a little kid it just Seem like the end of the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is normal. Yeah,
3: yeah. So I kind of love that Jack jumped right in and was like, "Listen, I'll teach you how to swim, and then we can go on the diving board."
0: I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, I did. I don't know what happened, but I missed the part where Jack was carrying him underwater when Becca was telling him to to pull him up. I missed how long oh. it was happening, but didn't he pull him up? And he said, "You're not ready." Yeah i mean it was quick it's not like kevin was yeah. under there that long. yeah no i just i missed that part so i didn't all i saw was kevin above water and jack saying you're not ready to like, wait. way what, what just happened there
1: yeah he was only over there so, for a second
0: yeah so from what i
3: from what i understood from it like basically jack was teaching him how to kick and stuff you know and mm. like had him holding up like this and then he left him go and he told him that He had to do the swim test. And if he could swim from like there to the wall without sinking, then he could go on the diving board. So then Jack left him go and he was kicking and stuff and he was doing pretty good at first, but then I don't know if he got tired or what, but like he started kind of not really, he wasn't drowning, but he was like, kind of like floating down like to the bottom and kind of like gave up kind of, and then Rebecca kept telling him like, grab him, grab him. And Jack wanted to give him a chance to, you know, redeem himself because you know how dads Mm. are yeah and then like when jack realized that he wasn't going to redeem himself he basically picked him up and stuff and then kevin took it that jack was trying to drown him
0: Mm -hmm. yeah he was trying to drown me (laughs) i think the words that jack said of you're not ready for the deep end i'm amazed at how profoundly that struck kevin yeah all the way into adulthood that one phrase you're not ready for the deep end you're not ready he just that's all he heard that's it he didn't hear the loving father saying you're not ready for this i'm saving you by not pushing you into this because you're not ready all he heard is i'm not good enough i'm a failure yep. and it just oh and that made me so sad if you
3: looked at the other kids that were going on the diving board they were a lot bigger than kevin was yeah. i really
0: don't think that they were that out of bounds for not wanting him to do it no they weren't at all i mean you can't you do have, and that is the, the test that Jack wanted on pass is the test you need to pass to go on the diving board. So I mean that yeah. you have to be able to do that. You have to be able to swim unaided. You have to be able to swim a certain amount of distance. You have to be able to go down further and without anything happening to you. That, I mean, that is a test. There's very few kids that are Jack or that were those kids' age that are able to go on the diving board because it's so many other kids that were there. I mean, those kids, when they're jumping on the diving board, they don't just immediately move out of the way. Like they oh. kind of hang over there. So you have to be able to, you have to be able to navigate all stuff. So yeah, they weren't, they absolutely were doing the right thing parent-wise. It was just a kid who wanted what he wanted. Yeah. And that, that was that was it. And that's kind of Kevin's MO. I was gonna say it. we've when seen.
3: Yeah, I was say we've seen in the past that that is how Kevin is. He kind of likes to throw temper tantrums and stuff when he doesn't get what he wants.
0: Not so much as an adult, but as yeah. a child. Well, I think more so as an adult. I think he. I think he certainly does that as an adult. I think yeah. he's gotten. I think he's grown a lot, so he doesn't do it as much. But I mean, OG Kevin, like season one, Kevin, oh my gosh, I want to hit him. I loved him, but I want to hit him in the face all the time. Like, come on, <laughs> you're a full grown adult. But I think that Kevin, it's just interesting to see that. I like that when we get these glimpses of him as young, young Kevin, because you can see how it's impacted him always. Mm-hmm. He's always taken the brunt and taking whatever anyone has said to them and found the negative meaning and directly applied it to himself always. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even, and there wasn't, an, I, I can't, I can't imagine the dynamic of having two other siblings and one being, you know, that was hard having Randall being a black boy adopted by a white family in that time period had to be difficult. He did ha- appear to have some special treatments, not because he was a black kid in a white family, but because he needed a little more attention yep. and Kate needed a little more attention. And I think that Kevin, I, that dynamic had to have made him think that, well, I'm the only one who doesn't deserve extra attention and that wasn't i don't know like that, that jack and rebecca could have done anything differently i mean they all tried to give each of them the amount of attention they needed but i think that kevin just very early on thought i don't deserve it anymore yeah
3: yeah he and i mean even at the pool you know we saw them split off kate kate was with rebecca and kevin was with jack until kevin ran off because he didn't get what he wanted and then mm-hmm. they switched but you know we even saw that they were giving the kids each individual time
0: yeah because yeah. they randall always did get any parent time <laughs> where where was randall i think he okay. passed his swim lessons so i think that he was able to swim in the pool on his own did we even so, see him <laughs> <no>. but <laughs> i there was that line when Rebecca says he's the only a little boy and jack says one day he'll be a man i don't know why but that just bugged me like, but he's not a man yet. He doesn't have to be a man yet. He's a, he's a child, still a very young child. I get wanting to, him how to swim, totally fine. But the comment of one day he'll be a man, just like, I don't know. I don't know why they brought me the wrong way, but it did. But we also have to think
1: that that was a normal way of talking I know, back then. But I didn't we don't know really, it. I mean, uh, millions of people still say it, but you have a lot of newer younger families nowadays who are not putting that kind of pressure Mm -hmm. on their kids
0: yeah
1: i'm not putting that you have to grow up to be a man no they're a kid right now let them be a kid Mm -hmm. they'll be an adult soon enough (laughs) let them be a kid while they can be a kid yeah you know. And
3: I think Jack did put a good bit of pressure on Kevin. Like even mm-hmm. when he was doing the football stuff and he wanted to quit and Rebecca wanted to just let him go and quit and you know Jack pushed back a little bit with that too. And I mean maybe maybe that mindset is just how Jack was. Like my son's not going to be a quitter. You know, this is my boy. Yeah, cuz he did that with all the kids.
0: Yeah. And I, get, he, I he do was, get that mentality of not letting them quit. If it's something that they said they want to do something that, and that's with my kid too. Like if I'm paying uh, like over a hundred dollars for you to do sports in a year and you beg me to do it, I no you're not quitting.
1: You're doing it. You're finishing you're, you're gonna play it. it out.
0: You don't have to play next year. I don't have to sign you up next year, but this is something you requested. I didn't make you do it. You wanted it. And now you're going to see it through. Yep. So I get that mentality. I, I think though that he does, I think I think Kevin is a little more sensitive than the others. And like, even with the football thing that one, remember that one episode where it was my favorite episode of Jack, where he confronted the coach in the bathroom. Oh, I love that episode. <laughs> love it. Yes. Yes. But Kevin put a lot of that pressure on himself because he assumed his dad was doing all these things, but his dad wasn't. And I think that Kevin just has this, this incredibly strong need that I have to be the best to be noticed. Yeah he
3: does yeah. and i mean that even leads into young adult kevin too he was you know he was feeling less than because of what happened with sophie and mm-hmm. you know his acting career i don't think was taking off as quick as he thought it was going to and uh-huh. he kind of got into blows in, on thanksgiving with that other guy and miguel too
0: yeah matt that other guy he doesn't have a I name
1: paul was it paul matt.
0: <laughs> matt. oh it was yeah let's
1: but, just start calling him paul
0: i mean why not i don't think we're ever gonna see that guy again and if we spend more time on that guy i'm gonna be mad oh, we're almost no. to the end of the series of the series i don't need any more waste of time with paul so when they when they see him at the pool, I Kevin didn't seem surprised either that they no. they found him there. I do like the conversations that they were having that Randall and Kate were having on the way down there. <laughs> and um, was it was it Randall that said to her that she could do anything too she got out of her own way, or was that Kevin? Kevin said that to her when yeah, they were in the yeah. pool. He was like, "You're a brainiac and you're you're going nowhere," but that's that's on you. <laughs> But even they were coming in there and she was, they were talking about the Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, she was like, Beth certainly got out of there fast. (laughs) Well, I wanted to get out of there fast too. Wouldn't you after that dinner? And I think that Kate is so dissatisfied with where her, I mean, obviously she is. And I think that part of her, I think if she lets herself, she will go down the same hole that Kevin does because. She wants to be there for him so badly, mm-hmm. but I like that. She called him out and said, you're stupid. You are stupid. You did a stupid thing. You were an idiot. He but was. Kevin made me so sad there. Not because, because he knows he screwed up. He doesn't need to be, he knows he was an idiot about it. He knows he's the reason that it was screwed up. He knows what he did wrong. He understands that. But what he said is there's something not right. My foundation isn't right and they tied that back to young Kevin when when uh, Rebecca was saying it's like going up the board where we can swim is like putting the roof on without the walls first your dad's an excellent builder but he's also a great builder of character and then Kevin saying I don't have the right foundation under me saying I didn't have dad didn't build my character almost which really kind of irritates me because I I mean we all know
1: I feel like a lot of us a lot of people do put Jack on this like pedestal mm-hmm. yeah. to where he was this phenomenal man, great father. And I mean, as everybody has seen, he was a great man and he was a great father, mm-hmm. but he did have his faults. Yeah, He did have his problems just like any other normal person. But man, sometimes I just feel like Kevin blames Jack for too much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like it, that, that's not fair.
0: I think it's because he doesn't think he measures up to jack
1: which is insane to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i know that's something he's got to work on
0: i mean exactly. he's got to figure that out because i mean jack didn't show him the drinking jack didn't show him his issues jack did what they saw was this awesome guy who was always there and yeah. kevin just the, i think it's also has to do with the fact that the night his dad died they got a huge fight yeah and there was no recovering from that for Kevin. And I think that everything Kevin does, he blames, he sort of does blame Jack, but it's because I really think that Kevin has never learned how to articulate his feelings mm-hmm. in a healthy way. So for him saying, I don't measure up, it's, well, I didn't have what you have. So I didn't have the opportunity, but it's really, there's something. Is, this is why it made me sad this episode. It's the first time he said, there's something broken in me. Or, yeah. I don't measure up. I'm not good enough. And he, the fact that he was saying the things that he said as a little boy in that pool, just, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, that was so sad to know that you feel that way about yourself. I mean, you, you have to have some pretty deep-rooted dislike for yourself. Yeah. And I want to know
1: where, where did that come from? Like what, I guess I just don't, from what we've seen, where did that come from? Was it him believing himself for Jack's death? But I feel like he had issues before that. Oh, he did. So I I think it was watching
0: the special treatment that Randall got and watching the, Kate was a daddy's girl. Yeah. And Randall needed more. Jack had to try harder to understand where Randall came from. Jack had to put more effort into that. So I don't think, well, I don't think Kevin got left by the wayside. I think he felt he did as a kid because the other two did get more attention. Yeah. And was always kind of, With Kate, it wasn't that Jack was showering with more affection and and attention. It's that Kate went to Jack for it. Yeah. And Jack gave it to her. Kevin didn't go to Jack for that. Kevin wanted to just, wanted Jack to just give it to him because he wanted to be the one that Jack wanted.
1: Yeah. And then Randall always got the special attention because they didn't want him to feel excluded. Mm
0: -hmm. Which
1: And and that is hard because what do you do as a parent? Because I wouldn't know what to do. I mean i feel like i would handle it the same way i would i mean it's Mm -hmm. not the right way you should need to give all your attention you should give all your kids the same attention but in realistically parents we don't yeah we don't Mm -hmm. you you one kid always gets more attention than the other kid that's just how it
0: and it's easier when your ages are staggered because like my sixth grader doesn't get the same attention as my second grader does, but when my sixth grader was a second grader, she got the same attention that my second grader now does, if that makes sense. Yes. When you yeah. have them all three the same age, you can't divide your time equally. No. You can't do it. It's not, and my kids don't get equal attention now, but they did when they were that age. Exactly, they've and, had it. Exactly. So when they're all three of the same age, going through vastly different things, vastly different emotions, Randall was always the go-getter who wanted more, who wanted to be more, who wanted to be better, and he went for it. Mm -hmm. And so he did require more attention and more focus because he needed more help. And like with schooling, he was very, he was incredibly intelligent. And so he went for the the private school and he went for all those things. And they needed to focus on that a little bit with him because he was going for that. Kevin really didn't have that. So they thought, okay, we're going to go to Randall right now because Randall needs it right now. Mm -hmm. But when they're all three the same age, they're going to see that difference and they're going to feel it deeply yeah it sucks i wouldn't want to be a parent of twins even but let alone triplets no
3: Oy. i think that kevin though like i have big issues with kevin too and i feel like he's always kind of like the woe is me type of oh, person yeah. and like even at the beginning when kate was his assistant or whatever you want to call her she kind of um what's the word what is the word
0: i really want to help you out
3: I okay. Understand.
0: When you're an alcoholic and like, if someone's giving you enabler. alcohol, enabler. Oh yeah. Enabler. I, I do. I do agree that Kevin has always been kind of a rules me. I think that comes from, he just never felt he measured up. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, why even try them? Why am I going to do that goes unchecked? Yeah. And then he just gets more and more into that of fine them. <laughs> And Kate did enable him, like mm-hmm. especially more at the
3: beginning. Maybe not as much now. She's, she's kind of coming into her own way now yeah. too, where she's not afraid to, you Being know, put people in their place. But um, she, she very much, you know, she would do things for him, and she did a lot for Kevin. And he was like a grown, grown adult baby. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You my do opinion. have to admit
0: he's come a long way since then. Oh, yeah he has the turning point for him was becoming a parent i think he started to turn a corner before then but i think where he really where he really became like an adult is when he became a parent and i even- don't even agree with that
1: i think this episode that plane ride that trip is when he became an adult it was i mean if you go from the beginning of that episode to where he was trying to adult it was funny and but him having to do stuff on his own Mm -hmm. and having to figure that out on his own yeah and nobody coddling him Mm -hmm. like they always do i mean i was thoroughly impressed with his character growth in this Mm -hmm. one episode
0: although there was a little bit of old kevin come out when he's like celebrities are just like us huh and he said it (laughs) twice
1: well that's what i mean like at the first of the episode it was just like annoying kevin who was like still 18 years old (laughs) celebrities are just like us huh
3: and see for me too like the fact that it kind of it kind of brought it home too that like you know when he said about taking the kids to the cabin kate basically like laughed at him and said he was crazy nikki said the exact same thing mind you nikki's never had kids ever ever Love ever never man. dealt with them nothing and like even he knows that this is a bad idea and that he doesn't think kevin can handle it like hmm. to me that says a lot
0: yeah i like the conversation that he was having over zoom with randall and, and kate at the same time and all the things that ran like all of randall's facial expressions are completely spot on like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm with you randall <laughs> i i totally feel that right now <laughs> and everything like i just i like their relationship dynamic how now randall and Kate. They aren't. Mm-hmm. And I think with Randall and Kevin, it was that one when Randall was trying to force Rebecca into, oh, I hated that storyline. When he tried to force her into that trial, guilting her by saying, you owe me this basically, oh, take me off. But after that big blow up, after that, Randall and Kevin aren't as afraid to talk to each other. Truthfully. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. And Kate too, with becoming a parent and being confident in who she, even before she became a parent, when she met Toby and felt confident who she was, she was more able to stand up to him, so I just I like seeing that dynamic and Kevin digging his heels in. I think was it was admirable. What he was trying to do was admirable. He wanted some time with his kids. Yeah, it was insane to take two, twin babies across country on your own in a plane. I wouldn't do that, and I'm a seasoned I think, parent. I think his saving grace was Edie.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I like for a at bit. I was like when he was like at the hospital, like wait. Yeah. make you sit beside him like where are those babies <laughs> <laughs> like i i, I feel a to panic i was
0: like yeah did he just leave them and then he came back i was like oh i bet <laughs> edie's that there. <laughs> maddie's taking care of him maddie has got it all under control <laughs> apparently i did love nikki this episode though like every time he was on I screen, screen i just oh my gosh I love how he talks to Kevin I absolutely love it <laughs> and I loved
3: Edie this episode too mm-hmm. I know that we don't mm-hmm. see and one of our members said this too I know that we don't see a lot of her and we haven't seen a lot of her thus far but every time that she's on screen I thoroughly enjoy her yeah absolutely. and I and I enjoy her dynamic with Mickey. even like even um I think it was her and Kevin's banter back and forth about oh, Kevin saying, "Is Nikki keeping help. you there?" Like blink twice, and he, she's like, "Help me now!" <laughs> like it was just, it was hilarious.
1: Oh, they were they were funny. And speaking of adult Kevin, and I gotta mention Cassidy. Mm-hmm. I have always been gun hole on kevin needs to end up with sophie or i'm not gonna be happy and i've thought this all the way through all his women even including madison i was never even fully on board with madison Mm -hmm. but i think i'm fully on board with cassidy now like i feel i feel like this episode i didn't even think about sophie that much like i was just like okay i need him with cassidy Mm -hmm. i felt this like I don't know this connection that he has with her, and that we're getting to see it newer. And when they're both healing and they're both growing, and they're both—I don't know—I was I was honestly impressed this week. I don't know with that I both want them, them together.
0: I I was impressed with both of them, but I think that Cassidy has so much i think that she kevin being there for her just being as nikki said and being a friend to her is really what she needs i don't think that she needs or deserves the the mess that kevin would throw her in in a relationship not that kevin is useless in a relationship but kevin wants all of you in a relationship and he wants you to have all of him in a relationship and i don't think cassidy is capable of doing that and i don't think she will be for a long time I think that her focus is going to be her kids and getting her son and getting better. And I think that she needs Kevin as a friend, as a fellow recovering addict, as a, as a voice of encouragement for her. I think that she, that's just, but you know, I'm so irritated with how they keep ripping people away from that. I don't even know who yeah. I want to end up with right now. So
1: <laughs> it's going to be watching me just somebody completely new,
0: but I did. I, was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think that will irritate me actually it would but irritate most of us i didn't realize that cassidy did the construction work did we have an yeah. understanding of that before yeah she, she asked cassidy yeah. to
1: overlook
3: it i remember
0: that but i don't before that i don't remember her where was the evidence that she did that before
3: she's not actually like working working on the stuff she's just overseeing everything like yeah. making sure that things are going well because nikki was getting into arguments with people oh yeah she's she's pretty much there
1: to look after nikki (laughs) so but i love i mean who i'm i'm really i was really impressed with kevin this week with the big three construction and i feel like he is slowly morphing into jack Mm -hmm. i don't think he's he's not going to be exactly like jack but i feel like he's going in that direction he's finding himself and he's finding Mm -hmm. happiness without girls or connections or you know he's finding himself happy with just him and his kids
0: and i think my favorite thing about him doing the big three thing is it wasn't where jack wanted to start you know his own construction business because he wanted to build kevin saw people who needed that and that's why he wanted to start it because he wanted to offer these vets something after seeing what happened with Cassidy, I think that impacted, it was the first thing we see that was really emotional, really hard, really difficult, because you know, the moment that the doctor said hit the pull head on, you know, yeah. you knew what was going to happen or why yeah. she, why she did what she did. And I think that this is the first big deal thing to hit Kevin where he didn't internalize it and spiral out where instead what he did was I want to help these people.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think that that, is a going to be a huge theme going forward for kevin it's his desire to help these people out of the holes that they're in or keep them floating at least
3: he even said to that rando in the waiting room that (laughs) was tolerating him
0: um that
3: cassidy's i felt so bad um that cassidy's the first person other than family that he actually cares about and that resonated with me because as an alcoholic, you know, you have trouble connecting with people and stuff like that. And the fact that he feels that way. And then also the other thing was too, and this is backtracking a bit, you know, when they were all sitting at dinner and Maddie and the twins were like, interacting with each other and stuff like that like that's kind of when it hit me like I wonder if it's going to be Cassidy because like the the kids are all together and you know Cassidy Mm -hmm. said how at dinner it was really nice and all of that stuff but then like she got back into her own head after everyone went to sleep and um then Kevin saying that in the waiting room too but Mm -hmm. that poor guy like I was laughing because like I'm very much like that man like, if I'm just sitting there chilling, like, don't bother me at all. And, like, Kevin's just, like, talking his ear off, like, about his life story. And that man's a better guy than me because I probably would have told him to shut up.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't have. You just sit there. Sometimes people have to vent. But, I mean, Kevin I apologizes well to Cassidy, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's trying to understand what she's going through in... You know, she, Cassidy looks so depressed and so sad and Kevin being able to be a friend, selfish, unselfishly, (laughs) unselfishly, (laughs) I was going to say selfishly, unselfishly is very out of character for Kevin. Yeah. He's a very, very selfish person. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he really did push his own life aside to stay longer take care of Cassidy get her set up in the house teaching Maddie how to play guitar you know calling his dad meeting his dad the dad see I mean all of it together just seemed like such a monumental upping for Kevin I guess I don't know how to say it
0: growth you Mm -hmm. see so much growth yeah and I think that with him I I really think that Nikki is the big, so I guess I wouldn't say the becoming, I think becoming a parent really, really morphed Kevin into being a better person. But I think Nikki Mm -hmm. made him look at other people differently. But I think because Nikki was the first person that Kevin helped unselfishly. Mm -hmm. And I think that that says, and I think that's why, obviously that's why Kevin tolerates all the things that Nikki says to him. I do. (laughs) But I think that their relationship cements Kevin
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I think that they're the way that Nikki t- and even the way Nikki told him what was going on with Cassie. like you, you don't understand the situation yeah you might be an addict but there's more there's a reason she is an addict and it's not for the yeah. same reason you're an addict and helping him to understand that and pushing him through that I think that Nikki is a really he's an unsung hero in this a lot I think oh, that yeah he's become one of my favorite people on this show oh and me too <laughs> i mean because he's hilarious but also because he's smart and i love when uh they were talking about cassie and he's like you you think it's you think it leaves you your dad drank to forget 50 years later 50 years after boots off the ground i had a gun in front of my face when you found me yep it doesn't leave And he's Nikki is unapologetically unafraid to get in Kevin's face and say, this is, you need to look at it with where it's at.
1: Yeah. And I loved that. Mm -hmm. I loved Nikki just really pressing it to Kevin Yeah, and letting him know that the way that he's acting and talking right now is not going to cut it. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, also talking about Jack earlier, I'm really glad that kevin has had nikki yeah in these years because i don't think kevin would be in the place that he is
0: without nikki nope.
1: being in his life
3: and mm-hmm. i honestly think that they've helped
0: each other mm-hmm.
1: yeah oh yeah it's a two-way street
0: absolutely i think, I think that kevin is a lot like jack but mm-hmm. I think Nikki and Kevin are a lot alike. They both wanted to measure up to Jack's standard so yep. badly. And they both felt like they failed so miserably over and over again. Mm-hmm. But the Kevin one has thing, the heart of Jack. Go ahead, Joe.
3: The one thing that I thought was funny, too, was Nikki's like, um, Nikki said something about how, Jack's, um, how Kevin's rich and how he should have just gotten a private plane for him and the kids.
1: Mm-hmm i like when he goes so how much money do you have kid <laughs> I like, kevin just smiles
0: <laughs> i like too that nikki gave kevin the opportunity to do the right thing and just be mm-hmm. in the hospital cassidy knowing full well he was going to come back in the morning but yeah. he let kevin be the friend there for her and then mm-hmm. when nikki came in and he just put the one hand on kevin's shoulder didn't say anything but shook it showed Kevin that, you know, you could do this, but it also showed Kevin, this is how you beat be there for someone yep. without romantic things involved. And Nikki just let Cassidy cry. Mm-hmm. And he didn't, he didn't try to fix it. He didn't try to make it better. Yep.
3: And it's- I liked how um, Kevin got that cheesy card and the flowers <laughs> and I liked how he kind of like auto corrected himself. Like knew that that was too much and that mm-hmm. she wouldn't like that. Yeah. but yeah. then when he went home then he helped for maddie to make a card and like i don't know if you guys noticed or not but in the background on the door when kevin and nikki were there having the conversation mm-hmm. with cassidy the card was there hanging on the door
0: oh i didn't yeah. see that i saw that i was like oh. my OCD was kicking in when i was watching them just blurt paint on there and mix it together what are you doing <laughs> you're mixing
3: everything <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing was weird because maddie's old enough to make like a decent card i mean not that that wasn't decent
0: but don't you i mean i don't have kids don't I you guys think he is no. i think because the kind of if you remember the kind of paintings kevin used to do in new york it was just not thinking just making shapes strongly and i think mm-hmm. that kevin was trying to get maddie out of his head and to just play just to move your hand around and not have anything specific in there just focus on just the colors and just getting yep. Whatever. So I, I think that that's what his plan, but it was weird that they left it in the box while <laughs> like they yeah. And it was weird that they just kept dumping the paint in them. Like it was, maybe it wasn't weird for an artist. Yeah. I'm not an artist, I'm 100% not an artist. And it was just freaking my OCD brain out. Like I didn't <laughs> didn't, didn't like that. So I, it's no surprise I didn't see the card on the door in the background.
1: Oh, and before we forget, I just want to mention Nikki and Edie dancing mm-hmm. because and seeing oh my goodness
3: they are the cutest like i really think okay rebecca and jack are like top tier and i love kate and toby too before i knew what their ending was which we am still mad about <laughs> but nikki and edie mm-hmm. guys like i yeah. i need more of them like 100 yeah, i know,
1: 100%. I know. I do too.
3: Like, if This Is Us ends and they do a spinoff on Nikki and Edie, like, my <laughs> day want to me watch that. that.
0: <laughs> I think we'd all watch that. I do want to point out, too, that when Nikki and Kevin were leaving the hospital that night, Kevin said mm-hmm. like, she didn't seem that far off, but Kevin did notice she was off. Because when Edie and Nikki were dancing, mm-hmm. the look on Cassidy's face, Kevin kept looking at her out of the corner of his eye and he kept getting more and more concerned. So he did notice yeah. So I don't know why he was acting as if she didn't seem that normal. If he maybe it was he didn't want her to be, but he absolutely noticed and then lied about it.
1: Yeah, he knew something was off. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he just wouldn't say something.
0: Well, I don't I get why he didn't say anything, but I mean talking with Nikki, I don't he, get why he yeah. wouldn't admit that he didn't notice something was off because he did. Probably Unless that was feet. just Justin Hartley being a good actor and he was forgot he put that in there. I don't know, maybe that's what it was. It could have <laughs> been he's in
3: denial too because like I think part of it you know I had to re-watch the scenes because I was actually talking to Eve when I was watching it
0: mm-hmm. and
3: I said are they insinuating that she tried to commit suicide yes. yeah and Eve was like I missed that I don't think so and I mm-hmm. said I think they are absolutely and um then I talked to my mom too and then my mom was like that's exactly what they were insinuating." Mm. And it was surprising to me because like up until this point, Cassie has been, my, she hasn't been in that many episodes, but Cassie has been so strong with all of the mm. cards that she's been dealt. She's you had, her issues, you know? she's she's had
1: her issues. Yeah, she's been spiraling. Yeah. She's been spiraling.
0: Since Kevin left, um, that his, when he was renting the RV, since he left, she's been nothing but a downward spiral. Like when he called, she even, that's why the last time she was up in the cabin and Kevin tried to make a move on her. She's like, do you ever wonder why I'm always awake when you call me at three o'clock in the morning? I don't yeah. sleep. I can't function. The only time I'm not crazy is when Maddie's there and that's because I don't, I can't be crazy. So she's, she's was barely. And even when, I mean, when the doctor said the pole took the brunt of it, she hit it straight on the look on Nikki's face was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's okay. She did that. But yeah. then when she's talking, it's not like her thing was, I want to die. Her thing was, I don't know how I can get any better if I just close my eyes right here,
1: yeah.
0: And it, I'll just stay there. She's so like, she I, I was, fell
1: asleep, and I just well,
0: know, she said so she was. decided not to fight the sleep, yes. Yeah, and then she sped up, <laughs> is what she said. So I think yeah. that I, I, I don't think she was like I want to die, I want to kill myself. But I think yeah. it was. I don't know how I can get any better. It's just going to keep getting ripped away. I'm going to close my eyes, and it's going. I'm going to stay there. And yeah. I
1: think it wasn't premeditated. Yeah. She didn't go up for that drive to do that.
0: And so I think that, I I think that maybe that is why Kevin lied about noticing something was wrong because he didn't want to believe that she was trying to commit suicide.
3: Yeah. And the other thing is too, um, like if you fall asleep at the wheel, like when, if you have your foot on the gas, it does, it basically drops and then you're, you're going as like the, the pedal drops to the floor. Mm -hmm. so even even if she did fall asleep and it was an accident like she would have started going faster because as you Mm
0: -hmm.
3: as you relax your body it would have just went like it would have Mm -hmm. just dropped yep
1: and i
0: really Mm -hmm. hope that after this we see because i don't think they can leave cassidy's story where it's at no i hope that we see her get real actual healing help out of this i do too and i think kevin and nikki are going to be a big part of that
1: I mean, Nikki's already pointing her and giving her numbers and, you know, supporting her through getting this help. And I think if Nikki and Kevin do stay with her and push her, not even like technically stay with her, but support her through this, I really do think that we will. That's why I don't, that's why I think that Kevin and Cassidy would be awesome. I don't think they'd be awesome now i think they both need some growing i think they both need healing before there could be any kind of relationship but i can see it like now i can i can see the chemistry which i couldn't really see that before with between the two of them
0: i see them more as like a jack mcgill i think they're going to become business partners and they're going to be integral to each other's lives as best friends you think so that's kind of where I, I, I think he is gonna, i think they're going to go into business together he's going to start making homes and she's going to help him yeah. employ vets but I, that's kind of where i see it happening mm. there i guess we'll see but i like that this whole experience has humbled kevin in a really 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 great way mm-hmm. and he was way more and i think it, you know you always hear that saying that babies can tell when you're freaking out yeah <laughs> and they're gonna feed off that energy and it's true and on the way home kevin was way more chill and yeah. he was way more focused on the kids and it showed. And then that, that flight, I keep wanting to call her nurse, the flight attendant was <laughs> like, you're getting it. And he's like, yeah, we're getting there. We're, we're getting, we're getting there. there. And he's humble enough to admit, which is rare, that I don't have this, yeah. I'm figuring it out, but I'm not, I don't have it yet. Which I, I, I love. Nice. Mm-hmm. It
1: was such, at that moment, that ending scene with him mm-hmm. on the plane, that's when I went, wow. Mm. Like he grew. Yeah, so much I feel like he grew like as a like I said at the very beginning of this as a person and as a father yeah this little trip that he took just completely made him grow up yeah he figured out what he wanted to do with his life he figured out how to be a better dad he figured out patience like he just figured out so much stuff in this little bit of time that he had out there Mm mm-hmm i loved it because i just feel like he's been stuck for yeah six seasons
0: and i like that it's they didn't leave us with like it's all worked out i know how i'm gonna do everything they gave us that he has the idea of it so Mm -hmm. now we can see kevin moving towards a goal actively Yep. yeah
3: i hope that um i hope that like in the future episodes that he's better with madison and elijah and you know like doing um I don't know like I don't care for Elijah that much but like at least being more willing to co-parent with Madison rather than like things being his way or no way yeah yeah
1: absolutely. now that he's
3: seen how hard it is being by himself
1: mm-hmm. I think he will I think I really I really do feel like he has grown yeah and I hope that that shows in LA as well mm-hmm I mean, I don't want that him to get back to LA and just go back to the old Kevin because yeah, that would thoroughly that would annoy me, piss me lot. off.
0: <laughs> I would not be happy with that at all.
1: You're, you guys just wait for my this next podcast <laughs> <laughs> if they go down that path. <laughs> so, anyways, next week continues in these same kind of storylines, but next week we get to see Kate. No, man you were the right? one who thought they were
0: going to go Kate next week. The rest of like, us thought Kate was going to be last. I'm I a think little surprised it, she's next.
1: I'm not kevin kate randall's always gonna last
0: <laughs> you know, i mean honestly it always
1: goes like kevin kate that's why it annoys me when kevin feels so left out all the time
0: i, I, I thought randall's gonna be next and i thought they're gonna do her last so I'm, i mean I'm, i don't know that i'm excited about it. maybe it was just wishful thinking i want to put it off as long as possible
1: oh uh, i'm not looking forward to it definitely not looking forward to it but i'd rather i don't know what
0: to the say Only have so many episodes left and we know we all know what's coming at the end. None of us really want to get there.
1: I know. Well, I'm like, I it's like half of me's like, I don't, I don't want to. But the other half of me's like, why don't you just go ahead and get it over with? Like rip off the band-aid and just Mm -hmm. go ahead and like I don't know, kill us or something. Like kill us. I I don't mean to be dramatic. That's a good doctor. (laughs) I mean, you are ripping apart Katobi. So anyway you're just like shoving a knife into every fan's heart and then twisting it good job fuckleman
3: and see what i'm worried about about, honestly next um the preview they show kate and toby like kind of on like a weekend or like a date or whatever and it looks like they're gonna flash through their whole relationship and i feel like i'm gonna cry
0: yeah yeah because she goes to san francisco to see him guess who's not gonna cry robot amanda me <laughs> what i don't like is is it just feels like at this point they're digging the knife in i, think. I know, the, like, I know I just, I... we know they're not gonna stay together and you're showing us this preview where they're having fun and they're getting close together and they're laughing together and they're smiling together and they're having really can you just <sighs> get to the bad part like I don't, I don't do want, I don't want to fall further in love with them. I don't want to see all the effort that they're putting into making this relationship work, knowing it's not going to work. I know. I, do, like I don't stop. know how to watch that. Just end it and just stop. Or at least start to th- start the trajectory downward. Yeah. Don't keep making us fall more in love with them and be more on, this, on this team's side. If you're just going to rip it away. I still can't. I, I, I'm still
1: not behind the fact that they're getting
2: divorced. I don't like
1: it. That's it's the like worst thing. know it's happening. Ever. They've confirmed it. We know it's happening. But somehow in my head, I'm like, "Well, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet." <laughs>
0: Maybe Dan Fogelman is a pathological liar. <laughs> it's not really what's happening. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Philip is just the officiant at their wedding. <laughs> So, guys, yes, something Shelby. that
3: I thought about, mm-hmm. you sound, like, so disgusting,
0: like. <laughs> what,
1: Shelby? <laughs> yeah,
3: like, like, I'm a troubled child. <laughs> anyway, before I was rudely, I guess, affirmed. <laughs> so, oh, okay, I've been thinking about this a lot. Everyone thinks that Kate isn't going to be alive like at Rebecca's bedside. And I don't believe that. I think, I don't either necessarily, okay? But then the other thing is too, logically speaking, chances are Miguel probably isn't or, you know, he's he might not be either. What, okay, Kate is the person for the decisions. What if Kate isn't alive? And what if a ma- ma- Blah,
1: blah, 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 blah. Miguel isn't alive. Then I'm sure m- then Rebecca is smart. She's she's had the I'm guarantee she's had it laid out. I think if it was Kate, and then I think it would go to Randall, but she might also surprise us and go with Kevin.
0: <laughs> I think she might go Kevin because I think that she knows Randall might have her best, might want her best, but that whole debacle where he tried forcing guilting her into a trial, I think would put a bad taste in her mouth of I him to not run over everybody else. And uh, I maybe Kevin might be more willing to not run over everybody
3: else I don't think that Kevin honest I mean I don't think that Randall would have her best interest at heart I think that Randall would be more into prolonging her life even her life like he'd be more quantity over qua- quantity over quality yeah
0: yeah he just would want to
1: save his mom he just wants his mommy I know I mean who can blame him
0: but next okay. week is uh it's all Kate heavy. And it's, we see them mm-hmm. in San Francisco. We see the very beginning of the relationship when I feel, I want to say when Toby had that bald spot, but he always, <laughs> he's always, but in the beginning, he had like a patch of hair, like right up here. And I forgot about that. I remember that too. His hairstyle did get better as the series went on. It did. <laughs> did that start off well? So we see that. But then we also get a glimpse of modern day Kate. If not future Kate, but modern day Kate appearing to be in San Francisco, looking very upset.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen it, I don't know.
0: but it was just like a short, do you remember that Shelby? It was like right near the end where she's just, it looks like she's standing outside and she just looks very upset, but it looks like the yeah, same they, where it, she's been.
3: Yeah. They were having a good time. And then they were sitting like on the step on steps somewhere. And she said that she misses the old Toby. And then it looks like there's like a flashback of like, on their the stuff, stuff and then they look really and then she looks really really sad and we know that this isn't the end because something happens with a grill mm-hmm.
0: that we haven't seen yet I just so i just i, I want to know and part of me like part of me hopes that at the end of this season that dan fogerman will go through and be like i gave you these clues here's that clue there's that clue and there's that because i want yeah. to know the clues that we missed like there's yeah. something in kevin's closet in the future when she, kate is going through her second marriage something in that closet and i want mm-hmm. him to tell us what the clues were in there because there's something <laughs> there and I want there to was the a member mistake. toby there was a
3: member in our group that said about how, how like she wishes that after the season's all done, somehow we could like take the clips from each of the things, like the flashback stuff and like make it in chronological order so that you can see like
0: that would take so in a row time. how
3: everything, it would, but like- I would like to watch it, it that would, way
0: though.
3: <laughs> yeah, like how everything would be exactly how it would be on a
0: timeline basically.
1: Ooh, that'd be some work, but I'm sure somebody could do That it. would be really interesting
0: to them. But that, can you imagine how much time that would take? Yeah. Wow yeah all right so we got kate next week we're gonna have randall the week after and i'm curious what's gonna come after that then it's gonna to start to be the demoralization and rapid decline of all the relationships in this is us that's what, mm-hmm. that's what's coming after randall I'm sure no so uh you can reach out to us on our this is us fan club uh, on facebook it's this is us pearson family fan club and you can catch some discussions there. We are always now that it's the final season, especially we are always having discussions on what's happening, what we think is going to happen, theorizing. We've got a lot. I think that's our biggest group, isn't it? Yeah. What over twelve thousand?
1: Twenty, 20 over the really twenty-two
0: thousand. Twenty-two thousand. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's so it's it's a giant group of people. Twenty-two thousand people. <laughs> you can talk to them. this is us. So join us over there. You can catch us on our email, familyfanclub 2021 at If you have anything you want to say about our podcast, suggestions, critiques, feedback, whatever, we'll take it all. You can find us on all of our socials under Fan and Family Chats. Next week, you are getting, let's see, this week is, I got to do a time limit in my head, but you're getting This Is Us this week with our 911. That's today. Wednesday, you are getting more medical. Wednesday, we're getting Brazen Anatomy Station 19. Mm-hmm. And the week after that, you are getting double 911 portion. Thus. <laughs> lost the residents. Mm. So, heavy, uh, heavy, heavy week next week. Watch for that. Mm. On that note, we'll see you in a week. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>